If you've been wishing, hoping, and dreaming about taking your business from six figures to multi-six figures or multi-six figures to seven figures, then I wanna make sure you get our new free guide, the multi-six and seven-figure scaling roadmap. Inside the guide, I pulled back the curtains and I shared all the strategies that I used and they can help you too. First, they can help you triple your monthly sales. I shared proven strategies with you that led to a 3X increase in my monthly sales. Second, I show you exactly how to crush your limiting beliefs. Say goodbye to doubts like, you can't charge that much and there aren't enough ideal clients for you too. Third, how to only work with ideal clients. I show you how to become the go-to expert and attract only the perfect clients and referrals. And finally, I show you how to quantum leap to $20,000 plus every single month. I show you exactly how to take a quantum leap from 8,000 per month, for example, to 20,000 a month. You can absolutely break through your upper limit barrier and enjoy five and six figure months every single month. Make 2024 your dream come true year by downloading your free guide today. Just click the link in the show notes below. Welcome to Quantum Revenue Expansion, where we keep you motivated, inspired, and thinking big. Up-leveling into quantum revenue is a choice that we can all make in any moment and then continue to make that choice to stay in that space each day. On this podcast, Ursula will share revenue growth strategies to reach your next level and introduce you to CEOs just like you who are making it happen. What's your next quantum leap going to be? See it, own it, and take that first step. If this is you, then Ursula wants to invite you to join us at the next 2X Intensive now. Go to salescoachnow.com slash apply. You're listening to Quantum Revenue Expansion with your host, Ursula Menchez. Let's go. and welcome back to Quantum Revenue Expansion, the podcast where we talk about how to turn your annual income into your monthly income. I'm so excited because I have a very special guest with me today who's become a friend and I love her and she's been looking into my business and giving me great ideas about my video. We have the amazing Ali Bar here and today hey. we're talking about, woo, yes, <laughs> hey, we're gonna have so much fun because we're talking about don't hire influencers be the influence with better video marketing. Just the word influencer, I think, scares people. So we're going to dispel some myths and all the things. So Allie, welcome. Thank you. I'm excited to be here. And I love your podcast. And also just knowing a little bit about the CEOs that you work with, that I'm part of that team. Yeah. I'm excited. Yeah. Awesome. Well, we love having you in our community. I know you've been a blessing to so many of our other CEOs. And I've just enjoyed getting to know you. You're just, you're just one of those people. Listener, she's one of those people you want to know, right? You just you have such a heart for what you do. You take such great care of your clients and you're trying to make a really big, not trying, you are making a big impact on the oh, world. Thank so talk you. About, talk about all that. Before we get there, before I tell you about Allie's amazing background, if you haven't heard yet, <laughs> I think I plastered it everywhere. Up Level Now is out, the book. And Up Level Now is about letting the domino work, the domino effect work for you so you can have more peace, freedom, and joy in your life. It's going to be 99 cents for a little bit longer. Ooh. So if you haven't grabbed it yet, definitely grab a copy, share it with your friends. Uh, we've been holding steady at number one in a whole load of categories, which is a, sh- is a big, sh- it's as big of a shock to me as it is to everyone else. <laughs> so it's very exciting. And so there's this, uh, a lot of promotion happening behind the scenes. And I want to say 
thank you to all of you, all of our listeners who've grabbed it. And also all of the proceeds um, up level now are going to an organization called Be Strong. Be Strong is helping Ukrainian refugees on the front line right now find housing, find, find their next their next step so they can get back to a life and they can up level again. And I just, there's a lot of nonprofits I care about. And this one is so timely and so important because up level now is not just about our community up leveling. You know, it's not just about Ali up leveling or me up leveling or the CEO table clients up leveling. It's about the world up leveling because I dream of a world where where everyone knows in their heart that they can create whatever they want, that it's possible for them to. And as I say this, that it's possible for you too. You're not too fill in the blank. Like I have some people say, it's too late for me. No, it's not. No, it's not. Louise Hay launched her publishing company when she was 50 and then went on to have this whole other career and other journey. It's never too late to live that heart's desire. So just want to encourage you to do that. And if you need an uplift, go grab the book. It's 99 cents digital copy. And well, well worth it. Yeah. Ursula's, Ursula's put a lot of work into this and to her career. So get every book in my opinion. Oh, thank you. Appreciate that. All right, so with that, let me tell you about the amazing Ali Bar. With over 20 years of experience, listen to this, in Hollywood, film, television, and commercial video, Ali brings her energy and passion for storytelling to entrepreneurs who need more genuine and impactful video for marketing. Ali is hands-on with her partners and crew, switching hats as needed. As a writer, producer, director, cinematographer, and video marketing Sherpa and strategist for businesses, coaches, speakers, and authors. And you just you just have this gift for bringing people to life on video. And I'm looking forward to working with you and your Thank company you. even more in the future. So Ellie, I'm always fascinated when people have been in Hollywood. It's like, what was that journey like? And just what, what brought you into the world of Hollywood video? What did you learn from that? And what has brought you to this moment in your own business? Yeah, it's a it's an interesting story. And story is the thing that we all crave. We all want to know where someone comes from. My kids have a band. and We were just researching this idea where they said, you can be a great band. But if you don't have an interesting story, people are like, hmm, whatever, it's good music. But people want story. And that's really what this is all about. So I've thought about it a lot, like, how do I make my story really interesting and really dynamic and make me sound really cool? And then I realized, I guess the story I have is already interesting because you could say it's a journey from soccer mom to producer director. And that's, that's the truth of it. Uh, so we live in Utah. I didn't know that movies were made that, you know, often here. I knew some were made here. It seemed like they, they all like to come here and go down South to use Moab or, Canab, where all of John Wayne's movies were made, and they like the Red Rock country. But I happened to have some really outgoing, smart kids. And um, when they were little, somebody I knew said, Hey, we're auditioning for this movie that's being filmed here in Utah. And I was like, Hmm, my kids are outgoing, smart kids. Maybe I should try that. And the reason was, I thought, I never thought I'm going to make my kids into stars and I'm going to be on movie sets and I'm going to get to know all these stars. My whole purpose was having been a kid who grew up in a lot of different places and I was very independent and I was a performer and a dancer. Uh, my whole goal for my kids was if they can enter that audition room with a bunch of adults where I have to be on the other side of the door, I can't help them. If they can go into that room 
bring all the warmth and presence and confidence with them. Just like you see on American Idol, you know right away, either someone's captured the room or they haven't. Go in there, do their best and leave it there and know like, I did my best. If they pick me or not, that's on them. Yeah. And I just thought if I can do that for my kids, there's not a room in this world they can't enter and succeed in. And that was my plan. And so with that in mind, my kids went to their first auditions. It was a little rough. I'll admit my, my daughter, who's seven, who's very small. She looked younger for her age on one of her first auditions, this kind of hardened casting agent sitting there at her desk. She's not even looking up. And then we get there to sign in and she looks up. She's like, how old are you? She's like, I'm seven. She's like, you look like you're five. Okay, go sit over there and then we'll audition all the normal people and then we'll come back to you. Oh my word. That was my daughter's first introduction, but she was very well prepared because I had, I had helped her to be a confident person. So what we did is we went and sat down and I just said, okay, we talked about this. And she, she wasn't like shattered or like, she was just like, yeah. what does she mean by normal people? And my kids were very mature at seven even. And I said, she doesn't get it. Maybe she's having a bad day. That doesn't change anything about what you're going to do when you go past her into the next room and you meet those people. So just you're ready. You're completely ready for this audition. Let's just go in there and just do your best. And then afterwards, we'll go out for lunch. And so it was never about getting the role, being the best. It was always go in there, leave it on the floor, you know, give everything. And if they choose you or not, it's on them. So that was the beginning. And that led to many, many auditions. My kids started booking everything in the state. They, they very frequently were on jobs and that got me on set. And I just stood there by the producer and the director. And I, I didn't want to sit in the back and chat with the moms. I've always been very hands-on and I was a tomboy. It's like, I want to see what they're doing. What is that like? What is that thing? Why do they call it that? So I just sat there by the producer and the director and they would say, can your kid do this? And because I had prepared the sides or directed the audition before my kids came, I'd say, yeah, they can. Um, she can do that. And if you would like, she also sings or plays piano or, and not in like the annoying stage mommy way. I would just see, oh, this could contribute to the scene. And they're like, yes. And then they'd be excited because I gave them an idea for the scene that they hadn't thought about. So that was kind of the beginning. And then it led to many, many other Um, positions. And I just thought, I'm not satisfied to be here and be mom, especially as my kids grew older. And I realized I need to protect their childhood and their experience. So I just thought the only way to do that is be an inside investor. I need to be a director, producer and control the projects. Because I saw very quickly that it was easy for them to become someone else's puppet. And I'm, I'm not raising independent kids to be someone else's puppet. And that is basically, I would say an overview of the Hollywood world has amazing people. Some have been exploited. That's no secret. Um, and it's not just women, it's men too. Um, and exploited in many ways that their confidence is like all about when they're on camera. And there are a lot of lonely people who are just craving to be cared for. So what I did was at first I thought, you know, because in some places people would look down on, oh, oh, you're a mom raising kids. You're not out in that career world. I was like, well, this is my career right now. I have investment businesses. I'm doing other things, but Mike, if I don't invest in them, who will? So this is my career. And uh, what I found was on every set, 
didn't matter how big the star was that my kids were doing a scene with. And some of them blew in all Hollywood, but their hearts melted instantly when they realized I would bring them a water. I would, wasn't trying to do anything other than I saw as a mom, they're tired right now. They could use a break. They look thirsty. I'm going to bring them something. And by being mom, which Ron Howard said is one of the most important things a director can do is have male and female energy to support their actors, um, made their experience better. And I realized there's a place for moms in Hollywood and they actually make really good producers because they can multitask like no other. They can read people and they also keep a budget and all that other important stuff. So long story short, soccer mom to, mom to producer. That's how I got here and worked on a lot of films, uh, also television and commercial. And recently what we've done is add a branch to our business since movies take a long time to get funded and get the next thing going. We have this commercial side of our business where we help entrepreneurs to be the star of their own story because everyone frankly is a star. And that's why I say, don't hire influencers. Um, you have, be an influence because you've already built this dream and this vision of your company. And now let us shine a light on you, put you in the spotlight, and then just help you with any doubts or confusion or worries you might have of being the one. Like, like I said, am I important enough? Should I? Yeah, you are. And if anything, if there's any good thing that came out of COVID, it was look at all the civilians, so to speak, the normal people doing this in their robe and in their kitchen in the morning with their coffee and just telling stories. And we were all like fascinated because think of it, it's like a documentary of seeing people in their natural habitat in right. Detroit or in Chicago or, you know, in the desert or somewhere in California, you know, and we were all enthralled. They're like, wow, I've never been there. This person's interesting. And Hollywood went, hey, wait, why, wait, where'd our spotlight go? And they start getting on TikTok and other places. So I would say the experiment one, we just noticed that every human being has a compelling story. And it doesn't matter if in your robe and your slippers on your front porch in the ghetto or, you know, it doesn't matter. You have something to share. Yeah. So, so fascinating. So many questions. And I know we only have so much time. So yeah. I, where do I want to oh, take this? I got to ask because you hung out in Hollywood. I, fascinating to a lot of people like who are your favorites in Hollywood we don't have to talk about we, we hear enough about the bad stuff right but who yeah. are people that you were kind of surprised at how cool they are how down to earth or how easy they were to connect with most people who do well have learned to have good manners and be kind one of my favorites uh was I worked with him on a very small film and I had just been directing a lot of projects um, and you know, the things that people work on, you don't even always see, but I had been doing some projects and I was getting ready for a feature. A friend of mine said, because they knew I was so hands-on in all the art department as well. I like to control the whole look of my projects. So they just asked me to come and do wardrobe for them on their little tiny horror movie. And they had gotten Anthony Michael Hall to come and be the star of that film. I'm not even sure if you can find it. I don't know if it ever got the distribution it, it deserved, but um, very small film. And we actually had other actors lined up. And then the last week, um, the agent switched and they said, we're bringing you Anthony Michael Hall. 
And I just thought, oh, from Breakfast Club and all the John Hughes movies. I love that guy. Yeah. yeah. I was like, let me see what he's like when I meet him, because sometimes they blow in with Hollywood dust all over them. And sometimes they just bring their soul. And Mike brought his soul. He's an amazing person. He has an interesting story himself, but he was so polite, so kind. And on that same same set, I got to work with some different personalities, but he just became an instant friend. And what I loved about him, I didn't meet Robert Downing Jr. myself, but they grew up together essentially in Hollywood. And what I found was the two of them, of course, struggled with different things. Uh, but he and Robert Downey Jr. are still very good friends and, you know, trying to put some collaborations together. Their careers went in different directions. Yeah. I mean, but what I found from him and then um, Marty Cove was on that show. Also, he was the sweep the leg in Karate Kid, yeah. you know, one of those character actors. And I found that I really love a lot of the character actors. Um, Sebastian, my son, was played the son of Robert, um, sorry, Eric Roberts, Julia Roberts' brother for a whole week on a project. And um, again, you kind of see them as they're in small town, Utah, little by little. He was like, oh, I don't have to be something around. They just like me. Yeah. But I did notice an important thing. And that is that if you show up with your pen in hand and you're like, will you sign my whatever? If you show up as a fan, They'll treat you like a fan. But what they really would love is someone who treats them like a friend. And so I learned very early on to not blow in with that energy of a fan. Yeah. To respect and love them and give them that rest of like, oh, I can just be me right now. Because if someone would blow into, you know, come into Eric's space is like, oh my gosh, Eric Roberts, will you sign my then instantly he'd put the charm on like, Hey honey, yes. What's your name? And he would do that because they expected the star treatment. Um, but what he really loved was when Louise would say, Hey, Eric, do you want to come over for spaghetti dinner tonight? We're making some for the whole crew and we'd love for you to join. He's like, mm. yeah, I'll bring my wife. Yeah. So uh, others we've worked with, I think Stefania, my daughter, so she does a lot of first AD work and directing as well. She worked with, um, oh no, I can't think of it. I can't think of his name. He had the bike and he did that funny, what was his name with the black hair? It was a kid's show in the 80s and mm. I can't remember his name. He's got the weirdest, he had the funniest show, but um, it's like Often the ones who were the most uh, approachable were those in what people would call B actors. The mm -hmm. A, A listers, there's a pressure put on them to keep a distance. Yeah. And then when they fall from A to B, then it's like, oh, fall, so to speak. Sure. That's when you can get to the real human. So I really love working with Mike. Um, one of my partners in film, uh, Dean Andre, he's been a sound guy forever. He's one of those amazing people behind the scenes. He's worked with everybody. And uh, he, you would know him as Alvin and the Chipmunks on the Christmas album. Oh, cool. recorded all of them. And he's one of my partners on the movie side. So in everybody, there's one side or the other. Um, my daughter's been ber berated by, <laughs> on I won't say who they are, some big actors, some who are doing that A-list slip, you know. Mm -hmm. So it, at the end of the day, their job really is not to forget their humanity because... 
Yeah. The A to B to C, it's you're one movie away from that. Um, There were some directors we really liked working with, but I would say anyone who keeps their humanity are my favorites. Yeah. Hey, CEOs, it's Ursula stopping by because I have a question for you. Are you ready to 2X your revenue, your monthly revenue, and shave 10 or more hours off your work week? If yes, you need to be at the next 2X intensive course. And by clicking on the link in the show notes, you can schedule a private session with me to talk about how the 2X intensive will help you. So just fill out the application below and Trisha will schedule a conversation for us. One of our clients said that in the first 10 minutes of the private coaching call that you received before the 2X intensive, she may have more than paid for the class. Another client shaved off 21 hours per week for a total of 84 hours a month that she was able to put back into her calendar to work on her business. Another client just reported that he has taken 40 hours off his work week after taking the 2X intensive and has grown a multi-million dollar company. So if this is of interest to you, fill out the application below. That application will get to Trisha and Trisha will schedule a private 30 minute call for you and I to talk about how the 2X intensive can help you. Can't wait to see you there. Can't wait to connect soon. Well, and I think you said something really important that no matter, no matter what you're doing in life, manners and kindness matter. It's one of the things that my husband and I say to our son all the time. It's like, I don't care how talented you are. I mean, I do, of course I care. I don't say it like that, but we want you to, you know, be intellectually focused or whatever we want, but more than anything, emotional intelligence matters. And it's not something that we teach to kids or we remind them. And I tell them all the time, manners matter. Like if there's nothing else he hears from his mom all the time, being kind to people, being respectful, that that's what opens doors. When you take care of people, they'll take care of you. If you want things, help other people get what they want first. Look out for your friends. I say that to my son too, poor Luca. I'm like, dude, you're an only child. You, you have to be a good friend, take care of your friends. And he is, we said that from a young age, we're like, it's just you buddy. So you got to have great friends. So I think those lessons that you gave to your children of, you know, matters, manners matter, kindness matters. Those things, those are things that if we can develop those skills, they last a lifetime. You never, you never outgrow those at all. A phrase that I use uh, when casting talented actors, like, should we use them? Also picking crew is that um, a talented jerk is still a jerk. (laughs) So like you said, manners matter. And the truth is what we're trying to do is bring the spotlight to entrepreneurs and others. Like I said, um, you can hire stars, but right now more than ever, the door's wide open for, for the, solopreneur, the author, the speaker, the coach to start being an influence um, with this very thing right here, video. We found psychologically, even though you prefer to be face-to-face with someone in person, you can feel their spirit, that this is the next best thing you can do. And connecting through the video camera because of those, I don't remember the term right now, but the the psychology is that we have these like mirror neurons we see someone who's sad, we feel sad. If we see someone happy, we feel happy. If they're confident and giving you a great message, then it lifts you. So this amazing technology that we have in whatever form, whether it's TikTok yeah. 
or something like this, or a formal set where we have several cameras, lighting and everything. Either way, if we can strip down any worry or pretense about being a certain way, uh, mm -hmm. we love Hollywood actors because they can, they can convince us that they sincerely are experiencing what they're experiencing. Robert Downey Jr. is a great actor because he fully embodies the role of his character. And in the words of Jamie King that we had lamb dinner with, oh wait, she probably didn't have lamb. I think she probably had vegetables, but um, at J.C. Garcia's house in Hollywood and uh, just talking about different things in acting, she said, no matter how small your role in a movie, my daughter was talking about one where her only line was, I needed a scrunchie. And it was about, you know, some, just a tiny bit part, you know, in a skating movie. And she, uh, Jamie just said, no matter who your character is or how maybe messed up they are, you have to have compassion for them. And if you have that, it'll come through. And that's why mm -hmm. we love actors because they bring that compassion. As soon as you see someone who's not invested, we don't care. So right. the lesson from Hollywood is that whatever you're going to do, you have to believe in it. And if you do, and you're sure of your message, we can take care of, uh, you know, things like the lighting, the sound and all the camera, but you have to be you. And we can't, we can't do anything but strip away the worry to help people be themselves on camera or especially like YouTube. Yeah. Um, that's become a huge tool in building a library. There's influencer videos, like, you know, scrolling apps where you're competing with this thing. Like, do I want to stop on that? Um, but something like YouTube with longer format, like what you're doing with your podcast gives people a chance to be there for a while and let people find you through either search. Cause it's like, even like how to tile a shower, um, they find you through search. And then after that, there's something on the sidebar, like, Oh, should I watch that too? Well, now you have a suggested video. How do you put yourself in the place where you'll be the suggested video so that after they watch the thing they search, they're like, Oh, I want to see what that is. And then YouTube is so smart. They know the psychology of the browser, the person, they know what you Google. And so after you've watched a few of those, then they're going to show you some other things as you're browsing or you're bored or, you know, escaping right. for a second. Like I have a five minute break right. browsing YouTube and these other platforms know what to throw in front of that person to get them to click. So in a world of clickbait and advertising and pay to be there, my message is always, let's go back to, don't be a talented jerk, have someone with a message, have something to give. And when you do that and you deliver every time, whether they find you through browsing, searching or suggested videos, they went away with something. You didn't take more away from them by being another ad. Yeah. In fact, I even just said like, just don't pay for ads. You don't let's need talk to talk about that. Let's talk about that. Um, I want to, well, I want actually, I want to come back to that. I want to make sure I, I got to ask you about your business and then we'll come back to talking about, we're going to get it all in Allie. So you, you've gone from being, you know, like you said, soccer mom to successful, very successful business owner, diving into the Hollywood world, which I know couldn't have been easy. And now you're helping entrepreneurs grow successfully, really successfully on YouTube, which we're going to talk about what limiting beliefs did you have to overcome about success and money mm. to be able to have the success that you do today? Hmm. Let's see. That's a good question. I would say here are three terrible words that I 
sort of believed for a while. Yeah. Um, I was working. Uh, my husband was in school and then the little kids came along and I was like, well, uh, it's so short in my particular childhood. I, I didn't have a home setting that was constant ever. So I thought, take this time to have a constant environment. And for the intellectual business side of me, um, get into real estate. So that worked. It was easy to manage real estate and kids at the same time. And because they were acting, we did homeschooling uh, because it just made more sense than fighting with the school <laughs> over their schoolwork. I'd take it with me and it all worked. So here are the three words, just a mom. I'm just a mom. I don't know why I bought into that, but for a while, I think it was living near Park City and I would go out sometimes and we would go over to that area. And, you know, there's a lot of, um, I don't know, there wasn't a lot of family situations in that area. It was, it's a, you know, resort area, more prestigious. We'd go over there and maybe it was just in my own head, but sometimes I'd go into one of these stores and, you know, the more this, we went to this really nice bookstore one time, and this is something that stands out. I just remember I had my three kids just came in my jeans. I just came from, I wasn't dressed like, uh, it's a little bit Beverly Hills sometimes in, in, um, park city. And I wasn't dressed that way. I just came from feeding the horses, grab my kids. We went to go look for books for school. And I go into a bookstore and a lady starts following me around the store and looking and watching my kids. And I, I got that. I got that from the side of my eye and I'm just like, she's watching me. Like I'm going to steal something. I'm not in her mind, something, I don't know. So that bothered me. And then sometimes people would say, so what do you do? And I'd say, well, right now I'm with my kids. I'm like, oh, that's really cute or <laughs> really nice. Or like, what, you're not out there hustling right now in a career. And I'm like, well, this is my career. And the beauty of it is that I found an additional career in producing and directing. But that was a limiting be belief I had to get rid of. There's no just anything. And my grandpa had told me that when I was little. He was a, he was a son of immigrants from Italy and they had built a business. He built his own business. He didn't get to finish high school because his father passed away. And he just always said, no matter what you do, do it with all your heart. And that stuck with me. He built a really great fortune by being himself, working hard and treating people well. And I just thought I'm going to do the same. Um, and there were still some beliefs, I think limiting beliefs I had to get rid of, which actually you and Rebecca have been very helpful with in just simplifying the process in business. Um, there were just some, I would say nuts and bolts. I didn't go to business school. So your program has provided a lot of the clarity that I needed because for me, if I have clarity, then the courage comes with it. If I have doubt, I kind of wander a little bit um, or waste time. And I think that's what I need is I, I never had any vision of like, Ooh, a million dollars. Uh, I've been around enough successful people. And then same with Hollywood. It's like, it just doesn't change who you are. And if you're, if you think it will, mm -hmm. I like the quote that says, um, whatever you are, money magnifies it. If yeah. you're a jerk, you're going to be a bigger jerk. <laughs> If yeah. you're a helpful person, you're going to be even more helpful because now you have more resources. So yeah. that's, I believe that money's a tool. That's all it is. Um, and yet I have to be careful not to minimize it, but at the same time, create the container, like you say, 
Yeah. What, what does it look like? What do I need to have in place? And especially when you work in movies and it's someone else's money and you're like, okay, this is a $5 million movie or this is 10. I don't even think about it. It's not my money. It, it's the tool that's needed to go to crew, to actors, to locations. Every dollar has a name on it. Like yeah. what is it that Rebecca says? Uh, every dollar was it give money a job or something like that. Every dollar should have a Oh, I say, I think you are talking about money loves a plan. Yes. Like That's, money yeah. loves a plan and they yeah. all need, every dollar has a place to go. It needs to know where to budget. go. You got to tell it where to go. Yeah, exactly. Cool. And when you see it that way, it just, it, it's not a part of your self-esteem and it never should be because again, I was just a mom doing my job, found other things to, to do managed same thing with like um, investment projects and real estate. And it's the same thing, whether it's intellectual property or property you have to work the same way. Yeah. So I think that gave me balance to see. Nobody's. Yeah. I love what you said. Nobody's just at anything. We're almost out of time. Allie, I want to wrap up with you do incredible things with entrepreneurs on YouTube and you've helped them reach some pretty incredible levels in terms of followers. And even to the point where there's uh, you can, there's money that can come through ads, which is unexpected, right? Like a lot of people don't even know what's possible. So things you know, really quickly points on how you, how, how do you help entrepreneurs make that happen? And then I know you have a free gift as well. Oh, yes. Okay. Yeah. Just quickly, because it is something we can dig into. I think everyone's plan is different, but the gist of it is, uh, I was just kind of scribbling some notes down for myself. All of our entrepreneurs that we've helped, we've worked on their channel in one way or another, lifted them and built up a following and whether it's a guy selling annuities and he doesn't need a huge following, he just needs people who need annuities to find him. Um, he got a lead on his very first video he put on YouTube and you know, made a million dollar sale, which paid for plenty of his um, production costs for a long time. And then he saw that momentum. But the idea is that rather than paying for ads or going through a middleman like an app, you know, any of these other apps that are like more than happy to take your advertising money and say, sure, we'll put you in front of people. I just say, don't pay for eyeballs, earn the eyeballs. In other words, mm -hmm. offer something organically of value. And we're doing this with our own channel right now. It's called the Video Allies on YouTube. And we are going to show anyone who's starting out brand new what this looks like. In the beginning, it's very humble. There are millions of minutes of YouTube videos uploaded every day. Why choose YouTube? It's because you have a library that's in front of your viewer. Uh, the way that YouTube works is that it's still the free market in a sense. You can pay for ads, but once you've tipped them off or any of these other apps off that you're willing to pay, now they're on to you. Like, okay, well, we don't have to show them to more people because they're willing to pay for eyeballs. It's simply this, offer value, teach what you know, do it in an organized way consistently so that YouTube and Google, who are partners, know every day or every Monday, this person is going to post a video on this kind of a topic. They start to get to know you and they start to promote you after you've kind of paid your dues. Sometimes that's four months, sometimes six months, depending on how competitive your niche is. We're in one of the hardest. Filmmakers and video makers who happen to have a YouTube channel, that's very competitive but we offer something different and no one can be who we are. So you create video content 
You can put it on, what we do is we create YouTube first. It's our first choice. You build that library. Then we make smaller micro content that can be distributed elsewhere, bring people to your page. And then you create the circular system of marketing where everything you do that's organic sort of pings on your other content. But we hope that they'll land back on YouTube, watch maybe um, like three or four videos and then subscribe so they come back for more. Uh, the idea being that these uh, entrepreneurs who teach what they know, give it freely, build an organic following, and now they have a place to consistently make offers. You can put links and they can invite people to your events. And now you just have this repeating revolving door of clients coming to you. For some, 10,000 subscribers is all they need. For some, wow. it's even 5,000. Yeah. Others are like trying to ride it all the way to eventually running for president. They want to build their name. But either way, that's, that's how we work. And then our free offer is if that's something interesting to you, uh, we do a strategy session where maybe you don't have a channel and you would like to know, what if I did one? Would it work for my business? I just lay tile. Yes. You know, and this is how we would do it. We just say, well, let's see what you do. And how would, we, how would you do that? Or you may have a channel that's just floundering and struggling and you're in that frustrated place of, I keep making videos and I'm not seeing anything happen. How do you read your analytics to see, but is something actually happening? In right. a lot of ways, it's like building a building. You're, you're under the dirt for a long time. And then all of a sudden the structure goes up. So whether you have a channel that's struggling and you need help, free strategy call, I'll help you do analytics. Or you don't have, uh, any channel and you're thinking about it again we'll do a discovery call go over your business and your goals and say even if you don't think that you are suited for a video and some might not be someone on your team may be and yeah. we've worked with construction companies real estate agencies again financial planners there's really no industry that can't be helpful to someone on youtube awesome and how do they book um how could they book the strategy session Best way would be to go to our website called video marketing, sorry, video marketing alliance.com. Uh, we've tried to name that something that's easy to video marketing alliance. We act as your allies okay. or video allies um, on YouTube and you'll find the link there as well. So video okay. marketing alliance.com or go find us on video allies on YouTube. Awesome. And we'll have all of that in the show notes for listeners who are scrambling to write it down. It's the show notes. So you'll find yes. it there. Awesome. Allie, thanks for hanging out with us today and for sharing your very inspiring story uh, and just how you're helping entrepreneurs, you know, become more visible, get more clients in a very organic way, which I think is so needed in the world right now. So thanks again for, thanks for joining us. Yeah. Allie. Thank you. The idea is stop trying so hard. You already are a star. Oh, I love it. I can't wait. I can't wait to do more with you. All right. And for our listeners all over the world, thanks for hanging out with us today. We're so grateful for you. If you have a recommended topic or something you'd like me to talk about, email us at contact at ursulainc.co. And also if you didn't grab the book yet, up level now it's on Barnes and Noble and Amazon. We'll have that in the show notes, grab a copy and share it with your friends. I want you to up level this year as well. All right, everybody. We'll see you next week. Thank you for joining us today. And if you are ready to make your next quantum leap, let's do it. Ursula invites you to join us at the 2X Intensive. Go to salescoachnow.com apply.
Don't forget to leave us a review on your favorite podcast app. 